Welcome to Love Life with Court, the podcast that delves deep into the realms of manifestation, spirituality, and breaking through life obstacles to unlock your true potential. I'm your host, Courtney Irving, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey towards living the life you are destined to lead. In each episode, we'll explore the power of manifestations, share spiritual insights, and discuss practical strategies to overcome life challenges. But above all, this podcast is about empowerment, as I strive to empower you to create the life of your dreams. Join me on this empowering and enlightening adventure as we unlock the secrets to a more fulfilling and purpose-driven existence. Welcome to Love Life with Court, where the journey to your best life begins. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Love Life with Court. I'm your host, Courtney Irving, and I hope you guys are having the most amazing day. My day was pretty crazy. I always make sure that I have my podcast done on Saturday because it's the only day that I am home alone. My fiance works on Saturday, so it's a primo time to get it done and out of the way. But my silly self made a nail appointment for 9 a.m. this morning, and then I had to do a bunch of errands. So I have about 30 minutes until my fiance gets home, and I find it so difficult to record once he's home. So let's hope we can bang this one out. I have tried to record so many times what we are going to talk about today, and my cats will not stop crying for no good darn reason, so I literally took all of their favorite toys and sprayed them with spray catnip, so let's hope that there's no meowing in the background. If there is, I sincerely apologize. However, let's actually get into the nitty-gritty, so... Today, we're going to dive pretty deep into a bunch of different topics and aspects on how we can grow and come out of that the world is against me aspect where I think a lot of people subconsciously fall into and really dive into how we can heal ourselves, how we can invest in our future self and really grow to find your authentic self. And when I say finding your authentic self, I want to strongly emphasize that We are never becoming who we want to be or becoming authentic. We are simply finding who that is because from the minute we are born, we begin to create our authentic self. And eventually, that is identified very much beginning of childhood, but then over time with societal pressure and the influence of peers, we begin to suppress who we truly are. And I think there's a lot of inner work for people who feel that way. That's truly stems from healing your child, your inner child. But today, that's a whole topic in itself. Today, we are mainly going to focus on how we can heal ourselves within to find our authentic self because it it is always in there. We just need to really pull it out. For some, it may be easier. You may have aspects of your life where you are authentic, but it's a bit suppressed in certain situations. But for others, it may be so deep down. And a lot of it also stems from 
parental influence. You may have been a wild child who loved doing so many things, but your family constantly suppressed those amazing, beautiful, exciting things of yourself to where you are now having an identity crisis and you're not sure where to go next. So before I dive really deep into that, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about a theory that I heard a while ago, and it related a lot to your authentic self and maintaining authenticity. So when I say having an identity crisis, I can also relate to this aspect quite a bit because I think for me as a very positive, bubbly excited, love to talk. I would almost say I love to hear my own voice, honestly. I tend to suppress that in a lot of situations. And for a lot, they may say that I'm too much or I'm too exciting. And a little side note, if someone ever tells you that you're too much, it is just because they are not enough. Do not let that influence who you are as a person because they're is one person who may think you're too much, but there's a million others who think you are amazing and should stay true to yourself, just like I do. However, going back to what I'm talking about, when you are feeling that you don't know who you are, you may leave work and you feel awkward about certain things you said or you get verbal diarrhea in certain situations and essentially you're just not confident in who you are as a person strongly relating to your identity it is likely because you are not being your authentic self when you are being truly authentic you will not give a shit who doesn't like you who thinks you're too much. You will not have any doubt or guilt about certain situations. If you talk too much, if you said too much, you will not get in situations where you have verbal diarrhea and you can't keep your mouth shut because you have that awkward situation and you don't know what to say. I'm very much that I like to fill the air with talking as opposed to filling it with silence. And over... I would say the past year or two, I've really been able to become more comfortable in situations where it feels more awkward or as you would say, awkwardly silent because in those times, my authentic self just isn't reflected into that environment. And over time, I've been able to identify what environments do I want to be in that promotes my authentic self. And this is especially relatable in the people you surround yourself with. If you feel that when you're around your family or when you're around a certain group of friends that you're doubting after what you said or if you said something silly or you're replaying conversations back in your head, this is strongly because you are not being your authentic self. And as I said, if you were, you would not give a shit. You would not care who thinks badly about you, who thinks you're annoying, who thinks you're weird because we embrace the weird here and valuing that is so important because when you embrace your authentic self, again, finding it within, you're going to find your people and the people who want you to conform to their own norms, those aren't your people. Yes, it's hard to disconnect in relationships like that, especially if they're long-term relationships, if it's family, but to live your happiest life and to love life with court, with me, 
the most important thing is being yourself and being authentic. We're told from such a young age that be yourself, embrace yourself. But those people who were telling us, oftentimes teachers, did not allow us to embrace ourselves and be ourselves. And especially when you have those, like I've said, peer influence and societal norms that are conforming you to reflect normal people. And for me, I'm sorry, but I'm not normal. I've embraced being weird. I love being different. And for the people who are comfortable in reflecting societal norms and being composed and quiet, awesome, because that possibly for you is being your authentic self. And that's how you were raised. And that's who you feel you are on the inside. But I encourage you to really delve deep into who is someone you feel really comfortable with that is able to pull out that silly side of you. And if you have someone like that, I'm telling you, in most cases, it's likely that you are not being your authentic self. And it is so, so, so important to recognize this as soon as you can because authenticity and happiness are in one. You will not truly find peace and happiness in life unless you're being your damn self. And I know that's harder said than done. I could go on a tangent about this forever and ever because this is something I struggled with my entire life. I was bullied at a young age for being weird and talking loud and fast and, you know, just being flamboyant, I guess. I don't even know if that's the right word. But who gives a shit? Who cares? Because, like I said, if people think that you're too much, the people that you are surrounding yourself are just not enough. So remember that. Now let's move on from my tangent about embracing your best self and exactly who you are and not allowing others to shift who you are as a person from the inside and out. I want to move into what I really want to focus on today, which is showing up for your future self. I think for a long time throughout my life, I subconsciously was always giving, 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 giving. I had no issue helping anybody in my family, helping any of my friends, showing up for others. But what I lacked so, so much was showing up for myself. And I think for some, it's mainly you're giving so much to others that you're not making time for yourself. And that was definitely a part of an aspect for me or influence, I guess I should say. But mainly it was just reflecting my self-worth and what I thought my self-worth was. I thought that everyone in my life was more important than me. I really identified myself as last priority because I just made so many excuses that the people around me needed more of my attention and more of my love and just essentially showing up for them more than I deserved myself. Now, the reason behind this can vary for everyone. I think the root cause definitely stems from trauma, and this could be previous trauma, it could be reoccurring trauma, generational trauma, childhood trauma. I can go on and go on and go on, and this relates back to working on your inner self and being your authentic self and embracing who that is because you need to first 
identify what has happened to me in my life that's made me who I am that is allowing myself to suppress my emotions, suppress my identity, and so forth. To begin the process of finding who you are, finding your authentic self, and showing up for your future self, there are so many different ways you can approach it. But first, I think the most important is understanding what is going on in your environment that is affecting who you want to be and why you're not showing up for yourself. And as I said, yes, a lot of it can stem from trauma, but how can we heal and begin the process of growing? Because when you're still in that healing stage, yes, you're moving forward and you're growing, but if you are still at the point where you don't even know where to heal, and many times you could be actually going backwards and falling into that trauma again, reliving those past events and so forth. Now, I want to give you an example, and especially if you are someone that has a lot of reoccurring trauma in their life or experiences that makes you believe that this is who I am and I'm not going to change or this is how my life is and it's never going to change and my life feels so negative all the time, well, it is likely that you believe you are someone that the world is just against. And this is okay to feel that way. It's completely valid. But it's identifying that fine line between this is how it is and accepting that, but also understanding am I using this as an excuse or as a crutch not to grow. Now, again, if you're someone that feels that the world is against you or people always do you wrong, there's a lot of healing that needs to be done in this. And I want to give you an example and really emphasize that you are not a victim to the world. And I'm not saying that as a point of actually you're wrong. I'm actually saying it from a stemming point of empowerment. When you are feeling in those days that the world is against me. Everyone does me wrong. I can never get ahead in life. I want you to say that I am not a victim to the world and continue to say, I refuse to be a victim of the world. I refuse to allow my thought process of being a victim to the world stop me from growing. And when you identify that, it gives you so much more power in your life. Now, I want you to keep in mind the purpose of why I'm saying this, and this is to start showing up for your future self. But in order to do this, again, you need to shift your perception on the world and how you are treated by the universe. And this can be something that's very hard for some, but over time, I promise you it will become easier. And to start this, I want to give you an example So I want you to imagine a time in your life, and it doesn't need to be a serious event that's influenced who you are as a person, but it could be something in the past two weeks that occurred that upset you. And it could have been that someone did you wrong or that things just did not go your way and evaluate what those emotions were tied into. Okay. And to give you an example, I heard this prompt in a video this morning and 
the individual had shared that he was very frustrated because he had gone away for the weekend and he had all these things in the house that he needed to get done physically. He needed to get a contractor to come in and do all this work. Now, he had paid the contractor and he said to the contractor, I'll be away for the weekend and once I return, I need these things done. Now, he gets back and nothing's done. Not one thing is done. Now, telling you this story and maybe you have a similar story, what is your first emotion that you feel? For some, it may be anger. It may be disappointment. It may be frustration, which typically stem from sadness. And then when you really deep dive deep into what that is, well, likely this is relating to something that has occurred into your childhood. You may believe that you are not deserving of this. And whenever we try to think of what kind of situation could have occurred where this was the result, our brain is almost, I'm pretty sure, don't, I'm not a scientist but, or a neurologist, but our brain is immediately going to go to the worst case scenario. We are embedded to do that. We are programmed to do it, hardwired, and I'm sure you can relate so many instances in your life where you immediately think the worst of someone or something as to why this occurred. Now, I want to go back to where I say that likely what happens for many when a situation similar to this occurs is we feel anger. Now, it's so important to identify that anger is not an emotion. Anger is simply a suppressant. When we feel angry, it's a way for us that we've constantly relied on throughout our life, especially if you're someone who maybe didn't feel heard as a child by their parents. And when we are angry, it is most likely the only time that people really hear us and understand us to what we believe. In most cases, when we're yelling and raging, everyone thinks we're nuts, but there's a little bit more of a feeling that we are being heard because we are yelling, we are flailing our arms. For some, you may get to the point where you are physically reflecting your anger, which obviously I never suggest. But next time you get angry, I really want you to sit down for a minute. And I know that's harder said than done. If you can't sit down, obviously stay standing up. Take a deep breath and ask yourself, what am I feeling on the inside? And then if you really want to start that inner child work, what is she or he feeling right now? Because when you think of that inner child in you, I don't want you to think about it as who you are now, but a small little child that lives within you that maybe is still not healed from the things that occurred throughout his or her life. So that is so powerful in understanding that. Now, going back to the example where he gets back after the weekend and nothing done, we immediately think this individual does not care. They are reckless. They are ripping me off. They took my money and ran because this is likely a worst case scenario and something that has become 
a crutch for you to excuse the behavior of not only others, but most importantly, yourself. If you are someone who struggles with anger, typically we use anger and the reliance of worst case scenarios to excuse our behaviors and what our inner child is feeling. Now, this is taught in anger management, but what I want you to take from that is really, really try next time when you are feeling angry and you feel like you need to scream or throw a plate or punch a hole in the wall. Don't suggest any of those, but take a minute, take a deep breath because especially when we're angry, we're not taking deep breaths. We are depriving our brain of oxygen, which causes us to not think clearly. And it's just a never ending cycle, but really take a deep breath and ask yourself, what is he or she feeling right now? And most times it has nothing to do with the anger. Most times it is sadness. It is disappointment, which is a part of sadness. And To understand that is so important, that your anger is just a suppression. It's not an emotion. And to begin healing, not only who you are right now, but your inner child, you need to start identifying what you are feeling on the inside. And that also goes with every aspect of being your authentic self is embracing those raw emotions that society tells us not to. And referring back to the example I gave you, what I also want you to start working on is compassion. When we have compassion, everything in the world becomes a little bit more lighter. When you have compassion for yourself, when you have compassion for others in certain situations, you will begin to start thinking as opposed to why is the world against me What can I do for the world to think of it and reflect it as a better place in my mind? Now, when I give that example of the contractor and he's away for the weekend and he gets or the individual's away for the weekend, the contractor doesn't do the work, the individual already provided the contractor with the money and the work wasn't done, well, typically, just like anyone, we would think this guy's ripping us off and he's gone and he's never going to come back. But if you stem from a place of compassion, just like possibly many times people did not give for you and you had wished for, maybe that person had a loss in the family. Maybe that person's car broke down. Maybe that person has some mental health that they are suffering with right now that prevented them from doing what they needed to do. There are so many situations. Possibly that person could have even passed away and you are immediately in that mindset of they've ripped me off. And how shitty of a person would you feel if you immediately thought the worst and then you had someone call you and tell you actually they passed away and that's why they didn't make it. And this is to also remember that everything happens for a reason. And when you learn to accept that certain situations occur and you just need to accept it and move forward, you will feel so much more empowered in your life because you won't take situations as the world is against me, but you'll take it as how can I learn from this experience to ensure that I can grow as a person, I can heal as a person, and maintain my authentic self. And that in itself is so powerful. 
to build off of everything I was just talking about in specifics to how you can begin your healing process in enabling that healing to reach your growth and overall attaining your authentic self and really pulling that authentic self from within so that it's reflected into your external surroundings. And that also relates back to your environment and who you are surrounding yourself with. I want to go back to the concept of showing up for your future self. Now, this is going to be much easier said than done, but I want this to just begin with a simple practice. And this is all I'm going to give you guys for today. But let's say, and this is something that your girl struggled with for a long time, but I learned from it now. It was an experience that I can reflect on and think I'm a bad bitch now because I overcame that. But you may be someone who thinks they are just generally lazy when it comes to themselves. They will show up for everyone else. You will make sure that everyone else is taken care of, but you think that, oh, I'm just a lazy person. And this is often reflected into your physical environment, such as your home. And maybe there was an experience. This happens for me all the time. You got home. You took off your jacket, you took off your shoes, and you thought to yourself, I'll put away my jacket and my shoes later. I don't feel like doing it right now. Well, that right there is defining your worth because if it was someone else's jacket and if it was someone else's shoes and they had came to your home, would you have said, ah, just throw it on the couch, just leave it there? Likely not. If you do, that is fine. But try to take this example and replace it with your own personal experiences, obviously. And another example I'll give is let's say you come home and it's dinner time and you think to yourself, I'm just going to skip dinner. I don't feel like cooking right now. Or I'm just going to order in something unhealthy that does not fuel my body because I'm just too tired. But If we had someone come over, if you had a friend come over that was coming over for dinner, would you just order in or would you tell them we're not eating today because I don't feel good or I'm tired? Likely not. You would ensure that they're fed. And again, you may not be a person who is like this, but for me, I was very much like this and I know a lot of people who have similar experiences. And next time, Again, this is going to be all I'm going to leave you with today. Next time when you think I'll do it later, do it now. Because this is one simple thing that will boost your confidence, enable you to heal and really start showing up for yourself. Begin that growth process of not allowing the external, your surroundings, the people who are around you define who you are and Stop being a victim of the world and instead be that bad bitch that you are meant to be. And if you've checked out my previous podcast, I talk a lot about how our minds and body are programmed to do the same things that we do each and every day based on habits. And if this is a small habit that you can start to implement each day, 
that anytime you feel that you want to do something later, specifically relating to doing something for yourself, and especially if that relates to self-care or essentially just things that make you feel really good, you're going to notice and possibly fall back into that habit where you go to do something that you would have said to yourself, I'll do later, and then it's already done because you did it in the moment and you showed up for yourself. And I'm going to tell you that you will feel so empowered by these little small tasks that you've already done for yourself that it will completely kickstart your growth and really pulling out that authentic self because you will feel like such such a bad bitch. Nobody can bring you down. Nobody can alter who you are. And this especially relates to physical activity, which is a whole other thing I'll get into on another day. But essentially, all I'm saying is prioritize yourself because I promise you that investing in yourself is the best investment you will ever do. I promise. It has no dollar amount to it, and it is so, so, so crucial to being happy and finding peace and healing that little girl or boy that needed to hear that they were important and they were worth showing up for, okay? Especially if you have people in your life that do not show up for you, if you can show up for yourself, that is 10 times more powerful. So that concludes today's episode. And I hope that it has really empowered you and driven you to understand just how important you are. Stop being a victim of the world and understand that there is so much power in saying to yourself that I am not a victim of the world, my experiences, the situations that have continued to define me up until this point because I am strong, I'm powerful, and I can get through anything and I can do hard things. And if you need me to tell you that, well, girl, you can. You can do hard things. You are powerful. And promise me that the small thing you will do, the small, small, small thing, is do the things that you say you're going to do later right now. And it doesn't need to be starting a business. It can simply just be, you said before work that you're going to take a bath tonight. And then now it is nighttime. And if you were thinking, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. No, girl, get in that bath. Okay, get in that damn bath. And that concludes today's podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave your girl some love on whichever platform you're streaming from. Subscribe, leave a review, show your girl some five stars if you really enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments. And I would love to make an additional podcast each week where I take the time to answer your questions and give you more insight on how you can reach your desired life. I hope you all have the most amazing week and I look forward to joining you next week. Another friendly reminder to not only be kind to others, but also be kind to yourself. And I love you all.